Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone out there in Canadian politics is boring land. This is Jesse coming at you with another delightful Bigfoot and Jason Kenny fanfic written to us by a fan. I, I'm, I believe they want to be anonymous and I can see why. Uh, I will be reading it and Reese will be editing it and adding the appropriate foley and music. Enjoy! Racing into Bigfoot's arms. The race car's engine roared as Jason Kenny put his foot to the floor. Sweat dotting his brow as he eyed the menacing storm clouds brewing overhead. It wasn't his usual ride. No, his usual ride was a stylish magenta 4x4 Miggy Bug. A highly experimental one, off prototype, that he'd scored off a buddy who worked for Ford. Sadly, that self esteem boosting little death trap was now a flaming pile of wreckage, laid to rest in the parking lot of Grubby McMinty Bottom's Mutton Emporium. There, Kenny had to ditch the bug to steal the race car he was currently driving. He had to do it, you see. He was being chased. It had all started one week ago, when he'd made a grave miscalculation in a speech to the war room. After hearing about a podcast that had criticized his wisdom in calling out that trashy Bigfoot family film, 
as the tree-hugging piece of propaganda that it was, he'd made a motion to petition Apple and Google to ban Canadian politics as boring from the air. It had all seemed so simple, but little did he know there was a mole in his midst. A dirty, slimy CPB mole who'd leaked the news that War Room was about to make a move on the podcasters and their anti-oil while fuck-act-celebrating cronies. Within days, the CPP cult had mobilized against him, chasing him halfway across the province in vans marked with CPP's snortable mustard and Pierre and Margaret's pizza bagels signs. With crazies like that on his tail, he was perfectly justified in stealing his current ride from Grubby McMintybottom's annual charity race for kids with ass cancer. Maybe he hadn't had to slap the driver's granny in the face with a pulled pork sandwich just to get the keys, but these were desperate times. The world needed Kenny, just like the world needed oil and holidays that celebrated booze hounds like Sir John A. MacDonald. And so, Jason Kenny drove onward into the heart of Jasper National Park. His face set with determination as the heavens opened up and loosed a torrential downpour worthy of the apocalypse. Gritting his teeth as the thunder crashed overhead and the wipers slapped out an urgent rhythm, he kept his foot down on the accelerator. That was his second mistake. As he rounded a tight bend in the road, the stolen car went into a sudden tailspin tires screeching as his headlights scanned across the logo and the tractor trailer headed straight towards him. Grubby McMintybottom's Mutton Emporium, get your sheep on the cheap! As his race car careened towards the 80,000-pound marriage of metal and mutton, Kenny drew a deep breath and let loose with what he thought would be his final words. Damn you, Grubby McMintybottom! He screamed as he wrenched the wheel to the side, leaping from the driver's seat and watching as the race car went airborne. As it tore through the trailer, dozens of sheep went skyward in an explosion of fluffy, four-legged confetti. That was the last thing he remembered. Kenny sat up, wincing as the cold cloth on his head shifted away from the spot where he must have hit it, looking around in an attempt to figure out where he was. He lay on smooth earth, and in front of him, an entire sheep was currently roasting on a spit over a crackling fire. A tin cup full of water sat next to him, and he slurped it greedily before looking around again. He was in some sort of cave, and in one corner of it was a mountain of toonies. Kenny's eyes widened as he immediately thought of how many white-hot chocolates that would buy at Tim Hortons while he sat around scoping out his potential voter base. Or better yet, it could buy an impressive no-holds-barred feast. The rain-drenched conservative grinned from ear to ear. Yes, he would throw a gigantic feast for all of his war room buddies, half of them hated him, but what did he care? He was rich now, and he'd hold that feast in a restaurant with a great big patio setup so all of Edmonton's sad little foreign leftists could watch them eating as they walked by on the street. A low, crooning growl jolted Kenny out of his smug plotting, and that was when he saw it. It. 
to say that the man-beast was handsome was an understatement. With powerful muscles concealed beneath glorious golden locks worthy of 15 different shampoo commercials, Kenny didn't even question his powerful attraction to the legendary creature he'd once targeted. And the beast must have seen something in the politician's pudgy body and marshmallow-like countenance because moments later, Kenny's clothes are on the floor and they were locked in the sensual gyrations of lovemaking. Their coupling was fierce and sweaty and loud, as only wild bestiality sex between a cryptid and a rabid pro-oil conservative could be. There was groping and panting and grunts of desire and primal howls of fulfillment as they reached the height of pleasure in each other's arms. As they lay there together in the aftermath, listening to the sound of fresh mutton sizzling on the spit, Kenny gave a happy sigh and shook his head. I never thought that banning one silly little podcast from the air would drive me into your arms, Bigfoot. And I know now what I'm going to do with all of those toonies. I'm going to create that Sir John A. MacDonald day and give a big fuck you to all those money-grubbing frauds who've been whining about the residential schools. In response, Bigfoot nodded, drew back, and punched him soundly in the face. Waking with a start, Jason Kenny shook himself, frowning as he lifted his head. A page of his speech about banning Canadian politics as boring from the air stuck to his right cheek. Batting it away as if it were a rabies-infested bat going for his eyeballs, Kenny shoved his chair backward and stared at his handwritten notes. Still trembling in the aftermath of his sweaty, passionate dream, the conservative reached out and grabbed the pages, crumpling them into a ball and throwing them into the trash. In the end, Jason Kenny never did launch his anti-CPP petition, and he never spoke to anyone about Bigfoot again. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com 
Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 